This is the Gang Life Redemption Podcast, and I am your host, Santiago Figueroa, an ex-gang member out of California. So let's go ahead and kick it off. Today's podcast is podcast number five, and it is uh, focused on balance and attitude. Balance and attitude. Uh, Albert Einstein once said, life is like a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. And what that uh, brings to mind is that you have to maintain momentum. And as we all know, on a bicycle, you don't necessarily have to move forward. You can even go backwards. And as long as you maintain momentum, you can even pivot in one place for a moment. But you have to have momentum. You got to keep that momentum going. And uh, the best thing is to do is, is to move forward. It's a lot safer to move forward. In focusing on balance and attitude, this is something that I struggled with right out the gate. And with every level of growth that I have achieved, I have continued to have to come back to these types of uh, well, principles in, um, in regards to attitude and growing and just simply growing. So balance and attitude can be obtained. When I first got out, my attitude was, it was still pretty negative, still pretty negative. And a lot of times your, your attitude can become negative based on, you know, simply the struggles you're going through or because of your environment. From experience, I can say that I've always been an extremist, been hypersensitive and hyper-focused. And when I drill down on something, it's kind of, uh, I get kind of narrow-minded or um, kind of tunnel tunnel vision, and uh, I don't know if you can relate to that, but that can be a good thing and that can be a bad thing. If you're, if you're focused on something negative, um, it can be very detrimental to, to your life and to what you're trying to achieve. So let's look at two extremes, um, what it looks like to have a negative attitude and what it looks like to have a positive attitude. Something I wanted to clarify is I know a lot of times because uh, I've changed my life and turned turned it around and am still turning it around, a lot of people, they look at me and they think, they, they just can't believe that I came out of what I came out of. And uh, I gangbanged for most of my life. I was incarcerated for probably over 12 years. I have been in the California Youth Correction Facility. I went through, I went through uh, group homes, boot camp, juvenile hall, uh, county jail, um, as well as California Youth Authority. And then I also ended up uh, serving time in prison out in Nevada for uh, attempted murder on a police officer. And I used to be tatted up from, from head to toe. And... Um, and I've had all of these tattoos mostly removed. Um, some of them you can still kind of see, just like light remnants on them. Let me see, a little bit, a little bit of marks. And and I'm still going back for treatments. I've been doing it for a very long time, um, but I got most of them off. And what I believe is that um, when a person sincerely changes, if possible, they're going to change uh, not only on the inside, not only in their mind and in their heart but their appearance and the way they walk and the way they talk 
and the outside of who they are and how they represent themselves is going to change as well. And I, and I sincerely believe that. And that has also been a very, a very big part to my success that my outer life appearance and the way that I present myself and the way that I live now has changed along with my, my inner man. And it's still changing. It's still changing. I still have a long, a long way to go. And especially in finding balance in attitude. So what I've learned from experience, this is what has helped me in dealing with uh, a negative attitude. Um, coming out of gangs, I always dealt with everything um, with, the, with the negative attitude, with violence, with negative assumptions, with the mentality of uh, disrespecting somebody back if they disrespect me and kind of, uh, you know, matching that negative attitude that they would, that they had. But what I've seen was that having a negative attitude is not going to get you nowhere in life. It, it's just not especially into uh, a place where you can provide for yourself and provide for your family. You're not going to be able to keep a job and no one's really going to want to be around you in order to uh, have influence in order to have friends and to have a support system. You're going to have to be friendly and you're not, and, and you're not going to be friendly with people. If you're having a negative attitude, you're going to, need to uh, learn how to develop a, a positive attitude. And one of the biggest thing, mistakes that I would make with having a negative attitude that I caught myself doing was that I would make assumptions. So assumptions is basically uh, thinking you know something when you don't, when there's no type of facts, when there's no evidence as to what you're thinking. And a lot of assumptions uh, are negative assumptions when they're made they're made with you looking down on yourself or looking down on others. And so like an example of having a, uh, making assumptions is that, you know, thinking that people are always judging you, thinking that because of your past, that people are not going to give you a chance or give you a benefit of the doubt, or that, you know, no one's going to hire you. Um, you can't go to school. Um, maybe you're, you know, that your teachers are going to give you a bad grade because of, you know, where you're coming from, the way that you look, if you still have tattoos, or if they're aware of your criminal history, or if you're on probation or parole, thinking that your, um, you know, probation or parole officer is going to be biased towards you because of, you know, because of your past, um, be because they know who you are. And the same thing with family. So this can create a, a negative, a negative attitude within us when we're looking down on ourselves and when we're looking down on others. Because at the same time, if you're looking, if you're looking only at your negative, your, your negative, your, your negative parts of, of what you've done, and then you're thinking negatively about other people that they're only going to, you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt as well. So it's kind of being hypocritical in a sense, because you're thinking that they're going to think negatively of you because they know certain things about you. But then at the same time, you're, you're not giving them the benefit of the doubt of actually being, you know, a righteous teacher or, you know, uh, manager, job manager, uh, probation officer, parole officer, or whoever the person is. A lot of times that negativity comes from, uh, you know, false assumptions or assumptions that are not really based on, on facts, on evidence. Now, sometimes your assumptions may be legit. You, you may actually have, um, they may be realistic, you know, because the person may have expressed 
some type of racial bias or, you know, um, you know, just being judgmental towards you or, or whatnot, or you can, or they might tell you straight up that they don't trust you because of your past or maybe a friend or, you know, family member or somebody, even though your assumptions may be realistic that they're looking at you a certain way, nevertheless, look for the, look for, for, uh, the benefit, give them the benefit of the doubt. And, and even if they don't continue to conduct yourself, um, in, in a positive light and to not have, a, a negative attitude and the way that a negative attitude usually manifests itself is usually in complaining. And that's usually how we can know and identify if we're being uh, negative and pulling ourselves down or if we're kind of like in a, in a rut mentally. And it, we will tend to start complaining about something like, uh, you know, this person this, this person that, or I should have had this or I should have had that. And, and it's kind of just you're stepping into kind of an ungrateful attitude. And, and that's like a, that's a red flag and that's where you would catch yourself. And when you see yourself starting to, you know, look at life or look at your life or look at other people as, you know, the glass is half empty, that what you're doing is you're just looking at uh, the lack. You're looking at what's not there. And, and then you'll begin to speak as if things have already crashed and burned. And you'll begin to speak as if failure is inevitable and it hasn't even happened yet. And that's, those are the things that you need to look out for when you start having a negative attitude and when you find yourself continually having a negative attitude. Because at times, you know, we can lie to ourselves and we can say, you know, I don't have a negative attitude. I'm just a realist or I don't have a negative attitude. I just tell it like it is. And, but I mean, you don't know the future. And when you begin to speak it of things as if they've already crashed and burned or as it's already failed, as if you know for a fact, you know, which you don't because it ha things haven't happened yet. When you start speaking about your future or that you already know, you know, what people are about and what they're going to do and how they're going to treat you. And it's always negative. That is, uh, that's, that's when you're, you're imbalanced. You, you're not having balance and you're basically, you're stopped. And, and you're not you're not gaining momentum when you're in a negative mindset. You, you don't gain momentum. You, you're not going to move forward. You're not going to move backward. And I guarantee you're going to stay in that same spot. And you're probably going to go, you know, down. Probably just dig yourself deeper into a hole. But you're not going to be going nowhere. And um, and onto a positive mindset, positive attitude, and how that how how you can find balance with a positive attitude. And these are things that I've applied to myself. So I, I've been out of prison now uh, since 2008, and God changed my life while I was in prison. And uh, you know, a lot of people thought I was just going to be a jailhouse Christian, and you know, I'd get out and you know, go back to my same old, same old. But I didn't. And uh, since I've been out, uh, I wrote a book. It's called The Path: Confessions of Redeeming the Time, and it's on Amazon. If you would like a copy of that, if you know anybody that is incarcerated um, shoot me a message um, and I'll be happy to send them a copy just give me their address and their name and I'll send them a copy of my book um, I'm also working on another book right now 
but I've done things um, since I've been out that have uh, proven and justified, um, you know, my efforts. And I still struggle with, you know, keeping a positive attitude at times. And I'm, I'm, I'm very blessed. I'm extremely blessed. I have a wife and four children. Um, I've had a pretty good career. Um, I'm in college right now. And, and I'm not saying this to boast, but what I'm saying this for is because no matter where you find yourself in life, you, you're going to have obstacles. You're going to have obstacles and you're still going to have to strive for balance. Now, some people say that balance can never be achieved. Well, I, I beg to defer because if you look around in life, you can achieve balance in a lot of different things, but it takes practice. I mean, look at a person that walks on a tightrope. You know, they have that long uh, stick or, you know, pole, and they walk high on skyscrapers that are, you know, hundreds and, I don't know, maybe thousands of feet up in the air. But, um, you know, it's very dangerous where they're at. But where they're at, it's because they practiced balance. They practiced having balance over and over again. And they have that. They usually have something to help them with balance, to balance themselves. Um, and they practice with safety nets and, and then eventually that safety net is gone. That support system is gone, but they've achieved balance. So just like we can physically obtain balance, I believe that we can mentally obtain balance. And I, I've, I believe that I've obtained it, but as you go to another level, each level has its own obstacles in obtaining balance. Um, and having a positive attitude. But what balance uh, and a starts with and what it had started with for me was, you know, a lot of times I was just looking down on myself and I was looking down on other people and, and just looking through a, a cynical lens. But when I began to have a positive attitude, it started with me encouraging myself. I began to encourage myself and I started learning how to encourage myself. And I started looking uh, at the good things within myself. So, you know, the, when there was so much negativity in my life and I was still, uh, you know, getting my tattoos removed and I was still, uh, you know, trying to, you know, clear my record or, um, you know, take care of even old warrants, uh, make amends with family and friends and trying to get a job. I mean, there was so much, so many obstacles that were against me it was really easy for me to, to be like, man, you know, I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing. Like, this is, this is too much. I'm never going to dig myself out of this pit and I'm never going to be able to, you know, have a balanced life. And there's just too much negativity and it's not going to work out. And, um, but I was just, I started focusing on the good things I was doing, the little things. And I began to encourage myself with like, man, you got that tattoo removed. And uh, wow, you just put in, you know, 50 applications. That's, you know, and I began to look at the things that I was doing or, you know, you went and shared your testimony over at, at this place and they really, uh, you know, they really enjoyed it. You got a lot of good feedback. And, um, and as it grew, I began using every little success, every little uh, victory to encourage myself and to focus on those good things. Or if I made amends with someone, um, I would encourage myself with that. Like, man, that relationship, it's good. It's, you know, you and that person, you guys are talking again. And, 
you know, it's going good. And um, and every every little success and victory was, I would use it as self-encouragement and not focus on the negativity from my past or even the doubt from other people. And that began to really help, help me. And I also looked at the good things in situations. And I would try to look for the good out of it. Like, you know, on one hand, I'm going for this job interview and I have to disclose, you know, that I have a criminal history. But at the same time, I've been volunteering in the community. Or at the same time, I've been trying to get my tattoos removed. And I can share this stuff with them and, um, and focus on the good and, and, and hope that, you know, that they will uh, see that I'm a hard worker and that I'm willing to prove myself and and focus on the good and, and also too that you know the person doesn't know me so and then that could be that can be good as well i've never did anything personally to that company or that person and um so moving on to uh affirmations of value so with self-encouragement i began to just simply you know, state within myself and talk, have, have like a positive self-talk. And I would, uh, you know, say that I can, I can do this. I will do this. I must do this. I'm a beast. You know, I'm going to run these five miles or these 10 miles. And, and I would, I would do things that would cause me to create positive affirmations for myself. And, um, so like, just simply saying that I can, that I can do this, and setting short-term goals, that was that that began to create value within my life and helped me to it, it created like ammo so that I can be able to fight off these uh, these negative um, the negative attitudes as they would try to come on. And um, another thing too is I've always had a desire to to be a good example. To be a good example and to because I had always been a bad example to to people around me and you know striving to be a good example for my family for my friends that has been something that has motivated me in itself and I, and I learned with having uh, like positive affirmations is uh, to see the glass as half full not half empty so based on that, what I'm saying is when you learn how to see the glass as half full, you can see the potential for growth. You can see that it's almost full. I just need to pour some more into it and that there is potential and opportunity. You see the opportunity to grow and to, be, and to become better. And all of this, it, it, it just it, it wraps itself up in having a positive attitude and finding balance. You know, if anything, when you start to feel a negative attitude coming on you, and um, begin looking at, begin because it feels nasty. I mean, I know for myself, and I know for anyone. That's why a lot of times, you know, in, in my past, I turned to drugs, and I, I turned to alcohol, and I turned to violence because, you know, that's those were outlets. Or a negative attitude but when you feel that that nastiness come on you begin looking at your little successes your little victories begin to look at your gifts your talents and we all have them and think your passions your desires 
and those things are going to help drive you forward into having uh, balance in your attitude, balance in your attitude. Because a negative attitude isn't necessarily bad. It's not. You know, a negative attitude or uh, it can be a warning. It can be intuition. You know, it can be based on experience. You know, that, that co the, the concept of fight or flight. And um, But the thing is, we don't want to stay stuck in there. We don't want it to stop us. We don't want it to immobilize us. We want to keep moving and keep building momentum to keep moving forward. On balance with, with other people, um, one, of, one of the biggest things is, is to, not, to not let their negative attitude you know, rub off on you or contaminate you or mislead you or misdirect you. And a lot of times those people are hurting as well. They're stressed out and they're already looking at them, down on themselves and looking down on others. They're in that, that pit. They're in that pit. And a lot of times they're trying to pull you down unintentionally, but we have to catch that when someone else is in a negative attitude. And if anything, we should match their attitude with a positive attitude. You know, begin to, to, to try and give them some hope. Try and give them some hope. And, and, let, and point out some of the good things about them. You know, a kind word, it turns away anger. A kind word turns away a person's anger. And a lot of times people, when they're, when they're in a negative attitude, they're angry with themselves. Or they're angry with someone else. Or they're angry because a situation is not going the way that they want it to go. And a kind word can really encourage them and help turn all of that around. Because uh, we all get, you know, tunnel vision, hypersensitive to events and situations. So the best thing we can do to maintain balance for ourselves and to keep our momentum is when we see somebody in a negative attitude, don't match that negative attitude with negativity. You know, especially not with violence and hopefully not with disrespect. And and hopefully we hopefully we 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 meet them with gracefully with you know the way that we would want to be met if we were in a hole or a pit, which is uh, hopefully with encouragement and hope for them, and just focus on something good about them, and give them a kind word, humble ourselves, and, and give them give them um, encouragement. And something that helps us too is to um, to use hindsight when we're trying to help people and, and uh, match their negative attitude with a positive attitude. Is like look at our past mistakes. You know, it's like relate to them, sympathize with them. You know, remember that you've been in similar situations and share that with them. Like, you know, I may not understand fully what you're going through, but you know, I've I've, I've been through something similar and I know I don't feel good. And um, if there's anything I can do to make it better, you know, um, or if you have, you know, solutions for them, give them to them. Because a lot of times our negative attitudes, they, they come from other people. It's like, uh, I remember this story about, uh, I think it's like a bucket of crabs. And if, if you have a bunch of crabs in a, in a bucket and one tries to climb out, the other ones will pull it right back down. And it's like impossible for a crab to get out of the bucket because the other crabs will pull it right back down. And that's how a lot of times our negative attitudes can be. And I know for myself personally, coming out of gangs and living in the streets, 
you know, you have to sometimes go through some negative environments because you don't have a lot of opportunities. And um, I've been in some pretty negative environments, especially coming out of prison and getting on my own two feet before I got married. And um, one thing you got to remember is you got to have mercy and grace with the, with people when they have a negative attitude. And remembering where you came from and what you've been through is going to help you uh, help you understand, you know, what they need and and, and what they're going through. Another thing too is uh, use framing. So in these concepts and terms, I'm just using the best of my ability to be able to express and impart, you know, things that have helped me. And I hope that, you know, whoever you are watching these videos, that, you know, that you find something that is helpful. Because when I got out, you know, YouTube wasn't, uh, it, it, there wasn't a lot of content out there that I felt really applied to me. And even right now, even right now, a lot of times I feel like people have not gone through what I've gone through and they simply do not have the answers or solutions for me. And I'm just treading a lot of ground and paving the way for myself um, because a lot of people really can't relate to uh, a life of redemption from gangs. So that's why, that's why I share these videos is, is because I wish I had something that I can relate to more and something that applied to me more, more specifically. Now, when you, uh, and you've been using framing, uh, recreate the situation. If you've had a negative situation, go back and then look at that situation and think of, you know, what you could have done better. Um, how you could have, you know, uh, rephrased what you said or dealt with that situation in a different way. And then if you come across that situation again, how you will deal with it differently. And, and what that does is that builds up preparation so that you're prepared next time for whatever it was that caught you off guard so that it doesn't catch you off guard again. And, and what it comes down to is being prepared to, to succeed, being prepared to succeed. And this helped me a lot. And, um, I probably might get into uh, this more on a topic, but I remember when I got out, I was uh, was kind of naive. I thought that I, you know, that I just had it all together and that everything, that you know, like that there wasn't going to be no struggles or obstacles. And I remember when I had uh, an invitation to a funeral, and different funerals were going on, and I felt like I had to go to like all these funerals. Um, and family reunions and stuff like that. And, but when I would go to these funerals, because I, did, I just started going to them, you know, they always had alcohol. Um, I ran into old females that, you know, I might've known growing up and I wasn't prepared for that. It, uh, there was a lot of temptation in these places and I had, initially started talking to uh, to a female that was uh, related to you know someone that had passed away that I knew and what I had to, what I had to do was realize that you know going around all these people that are not trying to uh, redeem the time or make changes in their life that I'm trying to make 
that it's uh, it's not the best idea. And I begin to prepare myself for responses and for just having a self-awareness um, when it came to these types of events. Like I would ask, is there going to be alcohol there? You know, who's going to be there? Um, and then I limited it too. Like I wasn't just going to like, if homeboys passed away or, or friends friends passed away, I, I kind of stopped going to those types of funerals. And I just limited it to like specific family members, like close family, and um, that I knew would be respectful and that I knew there wasn't going to be all kinds of crazy people there. <laughs> and uh, most of my family probably. But, um, but I just limited it to family. And I began to I began to, to do a lot better, um, but it took uh, recreating situations and being and preparing myself to succeed when um, you know these types of situations happened, and uh, you know there was a lost loved one or a lost friend. And so so I mentioned these situations, and I've applied these concepts to balance my life out and to grow and to keep momentum, to keep momentum, and. The main thing that that I want you to know is that balance can be obtained. It can be obtained. And people may say that, you know, it can't be, but I'll tell you this, you obtain balance little by little by keeping momentum and by keeping moving forward, by keeping moving forward. And you're not going to be perfect in the sense that you're never going to, you know, have a negative thought again. That's, that's not going to happen. But you're going to be able to, uh, you will be able to keep momentum. And when you think of balance, I want you to think of that. That's how I see it now. As moving forward, just keep moving forward. Get up. If you fall down, get back up. Keep moving forward. Keep that momentum going. And um, and don't stay, in, don't stay in one place and don't stay in one, don't stay in a negative mindset too long. But, but switch gears and keep moving. And um, that's what I really liked about what uh, Albert Einstein said is that life is like a bicycle and to keep your balance, you must keep moving because we all have negative and positive attitudes at times, though striving for balance and self-control, it's very realistic. It's very realistic. And um, I've actually had a lot of my criminal record expunged, a lot of my tattoos removed. And I, I respect what other people are doing out there. I know that there's a, this is a time right now where there's a lot of opportunity. A lot of people are turning their lives around. A lot of people are growing up and realizing that, you know, the gang life is not for them and it's not what it, you know, advertised itself to be. And uh, the path that I'm on is to transform my whole life. I want to master my whole life. I want people to look at me and, and not see a glimpse and it's not because I'm ashamed of that that I was in gangs at all, because I'm not. And um, I preach at church and I share my testimony, you know, wherever I go. And um, I have no I, my books out there with my name on it, and I'm working on another one. And um, I have different media outlets that I use um, for different things. And so it's not about me being ashamed about. The fact that I was in gangs or where I come from, it's not that. I just want to better myself. I want to better myself, and I want to see how far I can get. I want to see how far I can get and how much I can change, how much I can change in my life for the better. And if I can 
it's like having like a, a dirty glass of water. My glass was just dirty water. That's, it, I had been polluted and contaminated by, you know, so much stuff in my life growing up. And I want to keep running my life, running my mind, my heart, my mind, my, my self-image, my appearance. I want to keep running it through a filter and keep purifying it and purifying it and purifying it and see how pure, how good that I can make this, this life, this water, how crystal clear it can get for me so that, so that I can be a, a good example for my wife and for my kids for my family, for my friends, and community, and and for you. And uh, something that I do is a lot of these, these videos that I make, um, I actually do them in memory of my dad. So my father, um, he got a third strike and died in prison a couple of years ago. And I just think to myself, uh, you know, what would I say to him? What would I say to him? What would I share with him? If I can go back in time, to talk to him when he was in his teens or in his 20s or his 30s or whatever, what would I tell him? What would I share with him? And with all that, I will say, keep striving and pushing forward. Focus on the good things in your life, the honorable things in your life, and most of all, the beautiful things in your life. And I guarantee you that you will find balance in your attitude. So God bless you.